This song's gonna get stuck inside oh. your This song's gonna get stuck inside your This song's gonna get stuck right, let's, let's get Jesus Christ, it's like Good Kids, it's me, Ronald McDonald, and I'm on the set of my very first motion picture ever. It's a movie called Mac and Me. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. My name is Malachi, and I am joined, as always, by Ooh Hollywood Fletch. Hollywood Ooh Hollywood Fletch. How's it going, Hollywood Fletch? Fletcher, calm down. All right, mate. How are you? Oh, yeah, that's good. Breathing all your beery f mouth gas all over me. Thanks for that, mate. And we're joined by the third man again today. Ladies and gentlemen, Magic Mark. How's it going, Magic Mark? Hello, I'm all right. I'm very excited about today's film. It was one of the first films I ever, ever saw at the cinema with my mum and dad in 1988. I was 10. 1988 is the prime year we found for TAP. It's the best year for TAP. Fletcher, what are we doing today? Mac and me. <laughs> Mac and me. <laughs> oh, or, 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 or Tat and me. Tat and me. Which, which I think should be the name of your your autobiography, Malachi J. Matthews. If yeah. that is your real name, it is. Nineteen eighty eight has produced the most films on this podcast. Basically, half <laughs> half the films are from nineteen eighty eight. It's the year that just keeps on giving. I've not done the Tat Mac. No, we did. We we looked at it, and there's a lot there. This year. Feed it to me like a juicy, beefy, delicious, delicious Big Mac. Funny you should say that because mm. this film was backed by McDonald's and Coca-Cola. Holy oh. shit, is that why you there's so much McDonald's and Coca-Cola in it? Are you joking? Fuck, now it all makes sense. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, cool, delicious, colourful, mm, taste the rainbow, Skittles. I mean, I do like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, oh, and I, Skittles, but like I will never forget them in my entire life due to watching this film. No, I mean, I'm loving it. Taste the rainbow. I can taste the rainbow, and uh, always, always, always the real thing. Speaking of which, uh, hang on, guys. Oh, I'm a little bit, a little bit dry. Let me just. Oh, thank you, Fletch, for handing me this. Mm. Oh, the thirst is quenched quickly. It's like someone's dropped a cool, delicious, wet bomb in my mouth. But it's got to be the real thing. Oh, right? it's the real thing. Well, sorry, guys, I didn't tell you. I'm drinking a cool, refreshing can of American Coca-Cola. This is it. This is it. This is it. I'd genuinely like it if people did start sending us cheeseburgers and cans of Coke and bags of Skittles, because... I mean, I like all of those things. I like all of those things. Sorry. Do you remember that Coca-Cola advert when the guy's getting on the bus... Do, 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 always Coca-Cola, yeah. That one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> he just and sings the Coca-Cola song in a really kind of acapella, yeah, quite talented actual way. He's flirting with the girl because she's got cans on. Yeah. The girl's drinking Coca-Cola, so he starts getting on the bus and just going, nah, like that. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he says the Coca-Cola slogan at the end, and then she's like, oh, he's, oh, he's oh. referring to me. He's referring to me. Wow. That's that's how you flirt with people. That's, that's how you flirt. In the Fletcher school of flirt. Yes. Learn to make love the Fletcher way. 
if you see if you see a girl you like, sing the uh, the brand slogan of whatever whatever she's got in her hand. she's got in her hand. I mean, if she's got like a body form, it's probably best not oh, to go. Probably best not to hide like that. Imagine <laughs> just flinching yeah. and looking at the It's way. an introduction, it's an icebreaker. Oh, you mean me? What if she's got a grace? Do you have to just go grace, 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 grace? Grace isn't on the telly, is it? That's what I'm on about. Steak, big, 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 Vegan sausage rolls. Something for everyone. There's, there's, it's a world for everyone. Greg's. They're doing a vegan steak bake now, you know. Oh, what a time! What a time to be alive. Oh, no. Just imagine if Piers Morgan tweets about it. Greg's will be like the biggest company in Britain. You know that Piers Morgan's tweet about vegan sausage rolls made Greg's a metric fuck ton of moolah. They just. T- do you know what they taste like? Sausage, sausage rolls. rolls. Why doesn't Why doesn't Piers Morgan actually just stop? It doesn't really promoting matter. like leftist ideals because People. we'll immediately start hating those things and become yeah. right wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vegan exactly. KFC. What a time to you've had one of those, haven't you? Uh, yeah. You had the vegan KFC. I did. It was delicious. Vegan KFC. Was it finger licking good? Oh, very good. It was. I, got, I was licking other people's fingers. It was so good. I had a vegan pizza in Leeds the other day. It didn't have cheese. It had a layer of potatoes. Where did you get it from? It was from a hipster bar. I can't remember the name of. Oh. You dear hipster bar, sure from, not dear. Yeah, but also speaking of snacks and fusion, have either of you tried the uh, the latest abomination, the KFC Pizza Hut Pizza? Have you seen this, Mark? Have you seen this? No. Have you seen this? Have you seen this, guys? Have you seen this? Sounds the good. popcorn chicken. Pizza. The popcorn chicken pizza. That sounds good. Oh, what it is is without tomato. It doesn't have tomato sauce. Do you know what it's got? What KFC gravy? Fuck. Can we order it? No, because the the one down the road doesn't do it on the internet. Oh, for fuck's sake! Fuck. We could probably go down and get them. We did try to get one the, the day it came out, but it sold out. I'm so excited. Me and Joe were texting each other about getting one. What we've gathered from the first quarter of an hour of this podcast is that this is sponsored by Skittles, Coca Cola, and McDonald's. Yeah. Directed by the man who also directed uh, Mannequin 2. Oh, <coughs> Mannequin 2. Mannequin 2, everyone remembers that. Mannequin 2, Mannequin on the Move. Starring Char- Charlie Brewster. Oh, I thought it was the one from Sex and the City. Sex and the City is the first one, the proper one. Oh, Second okay. one, Bollocks. Right. And he also directed Tammy and the T-Rex. I want to see that film yeah, so bad. Yeah, which is on the list. We will watch that at some point. Do you know what other film I want to see so bad? What's that? Voodoo Academy. That's all right, mate. We'll do it next week. We're going to do Voodoo Academy? No. Oh. The film opens with a terrifying alien family on a desolate... Fucking before we start. Is it Saturn? I don't know what it is. Because whatever it is, they can drink Coca-Cola out of the ground with metal straws and they wander around looking like horrendous hell beasts with the faces of baby men. They're really not cute, are they? They are not cute whatsoever. They're adorable. They are abominations, Fletcher. They're lovely. It's, uh, it's, it's 80s cute. 80s cute? Well, yeah. 80s the cute. stuff of nightmares. Yeah. You remember, like, in the 80s, they just made loads of films with different, like, with, like, puppetry and stuff, and they all looked horrifying. Well, like Critters and Gremlins. Exactly, yeah. That's the... Well, yeah, yeah. like Labyrinth and... Uh, are you... Right. Dark Crystal and stuff. Right, so Mac and Me's on the same level Ooh. as Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, is it, when it comes to its puppet work? Yes. Mm. I mean, I forgot, I didn't notice, but is this a Jim Henson production, Mac and Me? 
The, the 80s green screen on this, it was a really shit start. It just looked so cack. And I bet it looked cack at the time as well. well I couldn't tell it apart from a Jim Henson film. Really? Yeah. What did you think of the generic, generic music? Oh, there was a lot of generic music, but we got stuck. Basically, was John Williams on this film? I oh, think. fuck the fuck off. So the terrifying alien family are just all wandering around, bashing straws in the ground, drinking stuff, and a US space probe lands on their planet. So the floor is full of cola. Yeah. Fresh, sweet, cool Coca-Cola. The real thing. Hang on, hang on. Classic. Oh, I'm, I'm really dry. Carry on. Do you remember that film, The Stuff? I do remember The I Stuff, do. yeah, yeah. The yoghurt. Yeah, the evil yoghurt that becomes a big corporate entity that's taking over people's minds. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know where you get that one. They were warning us about Coca-Cola. Well, the probe lands to pick up samples from the ground, but it ends up sucking up the terrifying family inside to the probe, and it flies back to America, full of horrible... Aliens. The probe returns to America. The scientists and federal agents looking at the probe and they're like, this, this it's too heavy. Why is this heavy? It's gone down. Like, it's not supposed to be this heavy. It's almost as if it's full of a terrifying family of puppets. The problem that I have with the fact that they can drink Coca-Cola out of the ground from Saturn is that really the only thing like Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola itself and Coke is it? The only problem I had with the fact that they could drink Coca-Cola out of the ground was just the supreme jealousy that was on me because Coca-Cola is a, a delicious treat and uh, I wish it came out of the ground. It's a right guy. Oh, that's right. If it did come out of the ground, I'd have a totally different kind of Coke problem. It's America's real choice. Mm. The red, white and you. So yeah, the probe's too heavy, and one of the one of the uh, scientists with a little bit of banter he goes, "Are there any green monsters in there?" No, there's horrible brown ones. But the only one that comes out first is Mac. He comes out like a terrifying puppet, like something from from Ghoulies or something, just like right, right. You know, you know his little kind of ooh mouth. Yeah. Don't you think he looks a bit like a blow up doll? He does a bit. He's constantly shocked. Yeah, it, it, he looks like a blow up doll, and and then that's not good. He is, no, he's constantly shocked because he is in a constant state of wonder, just like I was whilst watching this film. Yeah. Um, so he comes running out and they're like, fucking hell, what's this horrible little abomination baby goblin running about the place? And it <laughs> fucks off out the door. And then the rest of his Don't family... Forget he uses his hands made of explosion that he doesn't use at any other point for yeah. the rest of the film, though. Yeah. Explodium hands. That got a love art. And he also gets stretched by a helicopter outside. He does. Yeah. And then his terrifying family come out. And they're just looming around like something from a John Carpenter film, like bashing their horrible faces against the glass. It's a pretty easy, pretty easy escape, wasn't it? And they run off in a different direction. This scene, the inconsistency of Mac's build, run speed, and flatness, yes, because it's really bothered me. Yeah, because he. <laughs> Because it's a real boy's legs when he's running. Yeah. If you know he's been in the puppet, you never see the bottom half of him. And no. they're just basically shaking him about. Like it's a dog toy. It's because he's a magical alien. Man. Right, okay. Is that right? And, and did you also feel that the music was completely inappropriate for genuine peril? It was like plinky plonky happy yeah, shit. And then bits of it. When you were supposed to be scared. And the bits of the music that were basically the same as E.T. 
This is a bit like E.T., but with lots of Coca-Cola and, 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 and McDonald's, isn't it, this film? Well... A bit! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, life tastes good, but I did feel like this was a bit copied. Yeah. I mean, he gets... You, know, you realise Max stands for Mysterious Alien Creature. Yeah. His name is also an acronym. I they mean, should have just called it Mac the Mysterious Alien Creature. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> I, I also feel it stands for my ass crack as well. I just don't feel like they, they, they decided they wanted to call him Mac and then came up with that afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, because you know whose name is Mac. Ronald Mac. Ronald Mac. Donald. Founder of McDonald's. Is that right? That's his nickname. Is that right? Oh, okay. And he's also a lovable alien creature who sells, who drinks Coca Cola and eats McDonald's. So in the sequence, when he escapes, he gets stretched by a helicopter, as, as Mark says, he goes through many shapes, splatted flat on the front of a horrified family's windscreen. Is he out in the ice-cold sunshine? No, no, it's a different family at first, because they think, they, they said, he's like an omelette with eyes! He falls off the, the first terrified family's car, and he sneaks into the back of a family's car that's got two brothers and a mum in the front. One brother in the middle, he's drinking a Coke. Drinking a Coke. Is anybody... Ooh, you know what? That's that's making me really thirsty. Is it? Yeah. Do you mind? Skip, hang on. Sorry. Oh, oh god! I, I just I just love Coca Cola. <sighs> How was that, Fletch? Refreshing, delicious. Good. Mm. I can't. I, I I just I just can't say how good Coca Cola is. Only the real thing, though. None of your imitation colas are pure as sunlight. No. Well, Nineteen twenty-seven. <laughs> So you've got two brothers and you've got a mum. They're moving to a new they're moving to a new town. Something's happened. Basically, dad's dad's not in the picture. So I mean when they're in this car, they've all got a Coca-Cola, but they argue over the Coca-Cola because it tastes so good. And for me, it really just means whoever you are, whatever you do, wherever you may be, when you think of refreshments, think of ice cold Coca-Cola, nineteen thirty-nine. Mm. So they were so enthralled about who had taken the ice-cold, delicious, smooth American cola from the Well, they'd be thinking about refreshments. Yeah, yeah, they were. They didn't notice the tiny, horrible goblin asleep on the back. And that's the thing. Mac really is charmless and indestructible. And from the very first, first few minutes, it is established he's fucking charmless and completely indestructible. Yeah. Which is just any, a bit of a, any just... further peril for this, this animal. It's like... It doesn't fucking... Again. This space Again. This is like last time you were here. I feel like we've watched two different films. Because I thought I thought he was very sympathetic. His just sheer cuteness made him seem vulnerable. Do you think that, that Mac would like to buy the world a Coke? 1971. Mac's world is a Coke. Right, well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. However, made of what, what I was getting at, the charmless, indestructible alien, yeah. fuck's sake, but the boy, the, the, the kid, the, the, the lead character, is yeah. actually really quite likeable as a lead, the, the kid could act, and he could. And utilising a disabled person in 1988 is actually yeah. really yeah. quite impressively forward-thinking, and that earns a genuine love heart of true love. Yes, and, and yeah, he, he really is wheelchair-bound. Yeah. Oh, was, the, was the actor? Yeah. The wheelchair yeah. is on. Uh, yeah, that. like, what's it called? Spinal bif- bifida. Spinal bifida. Yeah. So that wasn't just leg acting. Okay. 
but but yeah, I totally agree with you. He is a good actor as well, mm. and a good actor that wouldn't have been in a feature length film if this evil corporation didn't decide to make yeah this film. No, they film. didn't make the film. McDonald. This film wasn't made by McDonald's and Coke. It, it was, was paid for yeah, by McDonald's. It was and fully Coke. paid and back. It it was made by them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They it, produced it. Right. I've I mean, never Matt, seen anything quite like this. No. Before or since. Well, there were actually some complaints at the time. You, you see product placement in a lot of American stuff. Mm. Some of it is relatively subtle. Some of it is quite blatant. This is like nothing I've ever seen. Well, we'll get into it as it goes on. Yeah. Mac, he's, he's falling on his feet. His family, however, are dying in the desert. <laughs> Dying oh. a horrible death, wandering around, smashing straws on the ground, trying to drink it. Because on their world, coke comes out the floor. It's horrifying. Yes. It? It's kind of like uh, it's it's kind of like all them kids' films in the eighties. Yeah. They're all really dark as shit. Well, yeah. Like Return to Oz shit. Oh God! I watched that the other day. Return to Oz is one of the most frightening. It was terrifying. The wheelers. The wheelers caused me nightmares for. It's not even that. It's like I went to see that when I was a kid and I watched it last week for the first time since 1985. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I'll tell you what I needed to calm me down after watching yeah. The Return to Oz. I needed the official soft drink of the summer. And when I went, and, and that was 1989, that one as well. So it's even time specific. <laughs> so you probably actually did. <laughs> I probably did. The next morning, Eric wakes up still in the car and he looks out the windows and he says, Look at all the cars! This place looks really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people pocket. Yeah. So, he, so he'd be happy living in a car park, basically. Yeah. Mac, at this point, is still in the car. Nobody's noticed him. He's no. been asleep. Didn't he nick the Coke? I as mean, well? what does it smell like? Wasn't it Mac that nicked the coke? And yeah. Then, and then. He gave it back empty and his brother was like, Oh! And, the, and they argued, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. To be fair, Coke is so good. It is. it is the official taste of summer every year for me, not just 1989. They pull up to the house, they go past the girl sitting outside a wigwam with a crow on top of it. Yeah? Yeah. And, well, you said that like that's weird. Yeah. yeah. So it's a new house, yeah. Um, you know, when I was a kid, my neighbour had a crow and it right. used to sit in the trees out in front of my house. This isn't a joke. It used to sit in the trees out in front of my house, and if you'd walk out, it would swoop down and attack your head. And that was my—that was what it was like for me when I was eight years old. I used to, every time I used to step out of the house, I used to get attacked by a crow. I mean, is, is that why you are the way you are now? I'm not even joking, that's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> it did, it used oh, to sit, I used to sit outside the house, right, facing the house, because they were, it, I could see it up there, okay. and I couldn't go in, because it was going to attack me. It was going to attack me. And I used to wait, and like there'd be a couple of people who'd walk past, and it'd swoop, and I'd run past. Whilst it was swooping on someone else, so I could get back into my house. I mean, do you know what you needed to do in that situation? What? You needed to refresh yourself. 1924. 
Eric's brother, Mike, trying on his sunglasses. When he tries them on, Mac's in the doorway, and he takes them off, and Mac's gone. And he tries it again, and he's there, and he thinks it's the sunglasses. You yeah. can see horrible baby creatures through this. It's not they live. Is he? Eric is unpacking his room. Whilst he's unpacking his room, he... Uh, oh, sorry, guys. I'm getting a little hungry. Can I just... Uh... Oh, what have you got there? What have I got here? I'm surprised you can't hear the colours coming out of this bag. Are we about to... Oh, t oh just... Uh, I need to take a little break. Let me just... Uh... Guys... Oh, yeah. Uh, should we do it simultaneously? Should we all oh, let's, let's... ace to the rainbow? Oh, mm. Mm. oh yeah. Fruity. Mm. I love Skittles. Oh, I love Skittles. Mm. At this point, we see, uh, we first spot what we call in the plot bear. There's a big, horrible, cuddly bear there. Mm. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm just enjoying these. Sweet, fruity, colourful, rainbow-esque Skittles. Mm. Mm. Taste the rainbow. How did these guys ever get this film made? Skittles came into America in 1979. They've been around nine years when Mac and Me was released. Mm. They were originally from Britain, who made them in 1974. The slogan, Taste the Rainbow, was launched in 1994, so it was actually launched after Mac and Me. Mm. There you go. Don't, for, don't, don't forget tropical Skittles and wild berry Skittles and sour Skittles. Oh, I love sours. Yeah. I'm going to put those Skittles in your drinks as well. What's yeah. That? If you put them in vodka and they dissolve for ages, they don't make like Skittles flavour vodka. You need to like leave it for a month or so. Hmm. You can't leave vodka for a month, what are you about? You might not be able to. So yeah, Eric's unpacking his room with a bag, a bag of sweet, sweet Skittles. Max sneaks in, sees a family photo of a uh, dead dad who's not there. Dad, dad's not there. But Max's dad's not there either, is he? He's out in the desert, dying of dehydration. And that's the thing. Thirst knows no season. 1922. This bit, Eric, it, like the magic powers of Mac. He makes a remote control car work without any batteries in it. He must have the power of invisibility as well, because nobody can see the little bastard. And he's just <laughs> walking around. The TV turns on while it's unplugged. Mum's like, he's like, Mum! Mum, my TV! And she says, I've got... Here's your toe. And he's like, what the fuck's a toe? Tuna on wheat. Oh, of course it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And another can of delicious Coke. It, she brings, she gives him another can of Coke. And like, the TV's not working. She's like, come on, Eric, you're bonkers. There's nothing it, wrong with that. It's full fat Coke as well, you know. Oh, yeah. None of this kind of woke... 21st century, don't, don't drink diet, don't, drink diet even though it tastes like ass. I did read that full fat coke is actually very good for you. Yes, it is. It's basically milk. Well, your body does need fat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I enjoy thirst. Mm. 1923. Yeah. And have you ever put a penny in some, in some coke? Cleans it right up. Yep, so yeah. it's cleaning your insides. Clean your insides. It, it's oh. pure as sunlight. It's basically like a, a, a surgeon's... Knife bag in there. Yeah. Sometimes I pour it down my toilet to get all the lime scale off. Mm -hmm. It's multi-purpose. There you go. The only thing like Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola itself. Well, there we go. That's right. While Eric's looking at the haunted TV, he notices the shower's on. 
in his bathroom. So he goes in and he follows footprints out into the kitchen, which leads to the fridge. He opens to the fridge, which is full of cool, delicious Coke. Of course it is. Which then falls out, because Mac's been in the fridge and he's drank about 15 cans of Coke. He runs out the back door and Wigwam Girl sees him and she clocks the little baby man. And uh, Eric goes outside and she goes, all right, Eric, how's it going? I don't know your name's Eric yet, but how's it going, new boy? He said, your friend's just gone down the hill. And he says, what did he look like? He said, I thought he was your friend. He said, no, he's not my friend. He's my tiny little brother. And that's, that's how they get away with it. Debbie's got a sister uh, called Courtney. Now, Courtney's got a good, respectable job, guys. What is it? She works. She works hard. She works at McDonald's, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. I mean, there are... They are a very good Very good company. Well, you work. say she works, but if you do a job you love, you never work a day in your life. Well, and that's true. I bet I would love working at McDonald's. I bet she's loving it. I bet she is absolutely loving it. Mike doesn't believe a tot off Eric about the little goblin man. He's like, look, you stop going on about it. And he's like, drank all the coke and ran off. And he's like, what thing? Mum comes out, and she says, a little goblin came in, he's had a shower, drunk all the, drunk all the coke and fucked off. And she's like, no he hasn't, stop, stop lying. He's like, no, I'm not lying, Mum, I swear. And Mum just looks concerned because he thinks Eric's seeing goblin men. Mac falls asleep on the lawn and he looks like a corpse outside the house. And he gets, he gets scared by the sound of a night wolf. And he runs to the house and he looks through the patio door where everyone's doing family things inside. And he's right there at the window. Nobody sees him. He's literally there. If I saw, I mean, in our games room, we've got patio door. If a tiny goblin pressed his face against that, we'd run outside and kick it. Do you feel... Eric's scared of him. Eric's sleeping with a baseball bat. And she's like, Mum, have you locked all the doors and windows? Because that fucking little horrible goblin. And she's like, look, there's no such thing as goblins. And he was like, well... I suppose it's not that bad, because at the end of the day, he just had a shower and a drink. He's a benevolent goblin. Max sits outside and cries. Do you feel that, at this point, it was the closest thing to home for Mac? Oh, then home's... That's McDonald's, 1966. Maybe that's why he's so comfortable when he gets there later on. But Mac sits outside, cries, and he does the hand thing to communicate with his family that are dying of dehydration in the desert. The next morning, Eric is woken up by the sound of his haunted electric car rolling around the house, and it sort of beckons him out. So he gets into his wheelchair, follows the car out, and the car stops, then rides towards him, and then a fucking power drill comes through the wall, and Max's horrible beady eye straight through the hole. So this is something straight out of a horror film. Yeah. You know, drills, buzzsaws, it, it, it was completely insane and legitimately horrifying. Yeah. And it just happened like that. And you're like, what the fuck? It was really scary. Did he he have a drill after that? No, he just drills a hole in the wall. He comes around and he reveals that he's put the garden in the house. Reveals himself by hacking the door open with a power saw. I tell you what. After all that, I'd have, I'd have said to Eric, you deserve a break today. Yeah, 1971. Bearing in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that Eric is in a wheelchair. Mum comes in, raging, and going, Eric, what the fuck have you done here? And built an entire garden in the house, filled it with birds, made a stag out of furniture, Coke cans all over the place, <laughs> <laughs> with, with flowers in straws. Yeah, McDonald's yeah, straws. Yeah, McDonald's straws. And he's like, it wasn't me, Mum. And she goes, don't say anything, because she thinks it really was him. And Mike says, 
What the hell? What the fucking hell happened here? Have you, you've done this. So she thinks her son with spinal bifida carried the entire garden into the house. Well, is that upset about it? And she's mad about it. Yeah, and, and, his, and his brother's even like, oh, come on, mate, that was a bit rough, wasn't it, filling the house with garden? He goes outside, he's that upset about it, that he throws himself down the hill. Yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> the plummeting disabled person really was fucking horrific. I, I, I just watched it and I went, holy shit. Paul Rudd doesn't and think so. And then when he fucking flies off the... I reckon more people have seen this clip from Paul Rudd than have actually seen this film. Oh, of course. Who's Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd. He's a comedian and he always puts this clip in. Yeah, Paul Rudd. He always says, oh, this is the clip from my my next film. Okay. And they show this. Right, okay. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah, I don't really do. You know who Paul Rudd is? No. He's Ant-Man. Oh, if you just said Ant-Man... So the wheelchair stunt ends with Eric plummeting into the water, still in his chair, but Mac dives in and saves him, drags him out of the water, he's still in his chair. He turns around to look to see the little goblin man and he disappears into the water. Basically, Mac is gaslighting this poor child. I'll tell you what, if I was that kid, I think it's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's. 1984. It's not Mac's fault he fell off the cliff. No, it's not, but he followed him down there. If he wasn't there, this kid would be dead. Yeah, They end up getting him out and the doctor comes to see him and basically says, there's one creepy bit. He says, can I just talk to your son on his own? And he drugs him. He gives, he gives him t- pills because he basically thinks he's bonkers. He's like, you've been talking about a little goblin man coming in and fiddling with a shower. He says, yeah. So he's like, right, you're clearly mad. Have one of these. He doesn't take the tablets. He's like, ask Debbie. And Debbie doesn't say anything because she thinks... You know, if I say anything, they're going to think I'm bonkers for living in a wigwam with a crow. You fucking are. Who the fuck has a crow as a pet? <laughs> Debbie comes to visit, and he's like, why didn't you back me up? What? I'd get locked up and lobotomised as well. I'd be in the same situation as you. They'd be trying to give me pills. And she says, what is it? Is it some kind of ghost? Alien yeah. ghost. And she, she says, all the adults think you're bonkers, thinks you, think you've got schizophrenia. And they go, right, well, I'm going to prove to them that, it's, that they're wrong and we're going to have to catch it. And Debbie's sister comes around to pick her up. Debbie's sister is dressed very smartly, ready mm-hmm. for work, a, 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 a decent, decent job. Her McDonald's Golden Arches emblem, proudly, oh. proudly on display. Shining, like a sheriff's badge. Shining bright like a beacon, open 24 hours a day with multiple sites across the UK. Did somebody say McDonald's? It's somebody's 1997. <laughs> well, somebody does, because as they're leaving, Mike says, McDonald's, huh? McDonald's. And Debbie turns around, the little girl, and says, well, why don't you stop by for a Big Mac? The boys drop mum off at work at a new job. It's her first job in 10 years. And they say, hey, do you know what I feel like? And Eric says, a Big Mac? And he says, right on. And they go and have a big, beefy, delicious Big Mac. I mean, I, I always think, let's eat out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 1970s. Eating out? It was classed as eating out. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> the, the article I'm reading, it says here, let's eat out. Sorry, mid-60s, let's eat out. The slogan might seem laughable now, but remember the 60s were a much simpler time when you could conceivably propose McDonald's as a date night and not get the stink eye. <laughs> it, I mean, it isn't the, this is the most American site I could have possibly found. 
But yeah, it's it's the closest thing to home. Mac is sitting in a bush, staring at him, watching the motorway, basically stalking Eric and Mike. Back at home, Eric and Debbie are setting up a trap with cans of coke all over the house to tempt the little goblin in. To be fair, I do really, I genuinely really like Coca-Cola. I won't go anywhere near diet or anything that isn't Coca-Cola, and that's that's actually true. If I'm drinking cola, it's Coca-Cola or water, and you could you could legit make me follow breadcrumbs like that <laughs> with a trail of Coca-Cola. <laughs> Be careful there. Also, Debbie has caught a mark. <laughs> Debbie, Debbie also notices the massive, horrible bear that's in there. And he's like, oh, what's this massive bear? And, she, and he says, oh, that's my plot bear. Oh, sorry, guys. Look, can I just... Uh... Oh, that is cool. It's the real thing. It is the real, it is the real thing. thing. Always. Always Coca-Cola. Always the real thing. Yeah, so basically, Mac starts ringing the first bell and they kick the plan into action. And the plan is they're going to suck him up a hoover that uh, Debbie's got strapped to her back, Ghostbusters star. Sound plan. Yeah, so they hide in the cupboard and jump out at him and suck him up a hoover. It works. It works. I mean, they, they kind of hoovered the whole family at the start of the yeah. film, didn't they? That's... That, that's that's good. Yeah, that's good continuationness. Mike comes home and he's like, "What the fuck is going on in here?" And he's like, "We've caught a goblin in the Hoover." And she, he's like, "It's not a goblin. It's a Mac." He's like, "Eric, what the fuck is a Mac?" And he says, "A mysterious alien creature." They, uh, he also yeah, knows yeah. Eric knows how how to reverse the polarity of a domestic Hoover as well. They blow him back out. And he's on the floor all dry and dusty, so they say maybe he wants a drink. Maybe he needs a cool, cool drink of refreshing American Coca-Cola. Oh, mm. now you've said that. Oh. Hang on. They say... It's good. You feeling better? Yeah, OK, carry on. They say he looks tired, he drinks some Coke, and then he's like, but that's, he's, he's fine now. Debbie says, this must be what they drink on his home planet. He said, where did he come from? Planet Coca-Cola. Planet Coca-Cola, yeah. Then Debbie says, he came with you. I saw him come in here in the car. And Eric says, why didn't you tell me? I said, I did. I said, your little mate, you said it was your brother. And he's like, oh, fucking hell, I didn't realise you meant him. Shit, mum's home. So it's all right. They can prove to mum that Eric isn't batty. There is a little goblin in the house. But the goblin does one before they have time to show it him. And she's like, I can't handle this. Everyone's lying about goblins. Eric is woken the next morning by the ringing of the bell. And uh, Mac has been into the house and he's cleaned it all up, but he's left clues to the whereabouts of his family. Pictures of a horse, pictures of a furniture shop, furniture shop, and flowers in McDonald's straws in Coca-Cola cans. Do you know what I would say to Mac if I was there at that moment? What, what would you I say? I would say you deserve a break today. I'd also say get down with something good and two all-beef patties and <laughs> Mac tonight... And did somebody say McDonald's? And we love to see you smile. I've ruined the joke. Okay, just just rein it in, Mark. Mum doesn't believe a fucking word that her bonkers kids are saying. She's like, come on, guys. I believe there's something, but I don't know what it is that's been put in the garden in the house. Mac's family in the desert, starving, really thin, looking fucking horrifying, harrowing images of starvation in the desert. I don't remember being scared by these by these aliens when I went to see it at the cinema when I was ten and didn't spot the product placement because I was a really thick kid. Yeah. But I, I I don't remember this being horrifying. But having watched it, it was really awful. Yeah. 
Eric goes for a run with his mum while he's out for a run. Max steals a go-kart and uh, assembles a convoy of dogs that basically want to eat him. Yeah. Follow him down the road. There were scant love hearts in this film. But shit alien in a car with dogs that hate him chasing him did did get a love heart. He ends up in the main road, crashes and ends up a tree, and he's surrounded by fucking bloodthirsty dogs that are like, I want to eat the goblin! I want to eat the goblin! I want to eat the goblin! And then a song starts. Yeah, and he then is. Uh, uh, yeah, he's Good montage music. Yeah. yeah. Heartwarming ballad montage I've written here. It's a song about being different, friends forever. And he just. He's up the, he's up the tree, the whole fucking song. The montage <laughs> yes, is just a montage of, of, of mum. Of Matt and just Eric. And he's just like tree. that up a tree. Eric wakes at home with a can of Coke. Mike says, Is anything? Have you heard anything from the little goblin? He says, no, no, I had a peep. Mum says, maybe he's gone to haunt somebody else because I think he's a ghost. What type of ghost do you think he is? A pink, fleshy, horrible one. He's probably still the fucking tree anyway. So Mac has a family. Yeah. Yeah. Are they called Mac as well? Because they're also mysterious alien creatures. Well, I don't know. Mac Mac Daddy and Daddy Mac, maybe. Or Big Mac. They they might make you jump, jump. Big, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. Daddy Mac Some of them are trying to rhyme but they can't rhyme with this So the kids are going to a, a birthday party Debbie's mum is coming to pick Eric up for, for the McDonald's birthday party For a new friend As Eric's mum's leaving She gets questioned by agents who are looking for uh, the goblin man And the kids are like That's the man that's looking for the goblin And she just goes to work and says Shut up about the fucking goblin When, when yeah. she goes to work Do you know she finds out where she works? Yeah. Look for the golden arches. Well, she... Max in the house and he's and he's watching TV, looking really sad. He's even off his coke. He won't drink the coke. <laughs> the kids decipher that Mac misses his family and he's really depressed. So they decide they're going to take him to the party because they can't leave him in the house on his own. Because, because yeah, that would cheer anybody. That would cheer anybody. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's. So what they do is they skin his childhood bear. And they, they, uh, they dress him up in the skin of a bear. Would you like to know the notes that I put for this? What is this? And it is, and it is um, contextually quite kind of accurate timeline-wise. Mm. Horror Teddy Ruxpin. Horror Teddy Ruxpin. That's what I put for, for what they do to that fucking bear. Well, they think it's... He said when he, when he gets in the car, they go, that's a fancy, that's a fancy uh, teddy bear you got there. He says, yeah, yeah, it's got new microchips. Yeah. yeah, that's how they get away with it. Well, when this robot bear can also steal beverages from children. When, and they also say he's a bit old for a teddy. And the response... Yeah, he's from this, Chicago. He's from Illinois, which yeah. get, which actually gained a love heart, because yeah. they really could have been ableist at that point, yeah. which would have upset me quite significantly. And the fact that they avoided being ableist. In 1988, when, you know, everyone was fucking ableist... I mean, I was trying to dish out any love hearts because it was pretty yeah. scant. Yes, you're literally praising them for not being cunts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I felt that it deserved that. And a brief, serious moment. I feel like the, the character was treated with real sympathy, but not patronising. He just happened to be a wheelchair user. And I thought that was really very well done in this film. Mm. If we, 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 we need to look for things to praise in this film. Yeah, he is the what? best thing about the film. Yeah. On a really real note, he is the best thing about the film. There's, there's nothing... I expected to be cringing at weird, outdated, ableist shit. Not a jot of it. No. And that, that is praiseworthy. When they get to McDonald's, there are breakdancers outside... 
Everyone inside the party is dancing. They're all impressed with the robot. They're you? all dancing outside. And it's a look yeah. Bob. Did you... Uh, it isn't McFly. Even the football players there are dancing. Did McFly you see Rachel? Mom? Rachel? Mm. Rachel who? Jennifer Aniston is outside. Is she really? Seriously? She's sat on the curb outside whilst they're all dancing. Oh, my no way. way. Well, there you go. And I didn't know that. But, yeah, there's American football players dancing. Do these count as street punks? No, no, they're clean living. There's not a street punk in this film. No, no street punks. It really isn't. No. Is that, does it count as tat if there's no street punks? Has this just become <sighs> art? Is well, it high art? This is a, a blockbuster 80s classic, isn't it? I yeah. mean, that's not tat. See, right, this is the same McDonald's that Courtney works in as well. Mike's there. Of course. And Mike says, what's going on? Why you got Matt dressed up? He knows who it is straight away. And he's saying, Debbie's like, shh, they think it's a Teddy Rooks spin. He turns around to Courtney and he says, remember that fucking goblin I told you about? Well, we've dressed it up as a bear. He's over there dancing with all them kids in the place where, you're, where you work. He, are you all right with that? She's not bothered at all. She says he looks cute. Fucking hell, guys, the evil agents are here. And they're like, what should we do? And they say, well, if we just keep him dancing, then people will think he's a robot bear, obviously. This, this, this earns the last of my scant love hearts. And it was just for the fact that I quite liked all the 80s music throughout yeah. the whole film. Yeah. It, was, it was fun 80s pop. Do you know what I really liked? Tats, and I enjoyed it all. The customer's doing the thumbs up dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good dancing, good yeah. dancing. I enjoyed it. It was, it was so 80s, it made me happy. There was no way they weren't going to go into a McDonald's in this film and not make it look like it was fucking Fun Willy times. Wonka's factory yeah, of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but still, 80s music and flash mob. It dancing. looks incredibly fun in McDonald's. In fact, that's what McDonald's looks like in Derby City Centre when you yeah. go in. Did, Just, you, did you ever have a McDonald's party when you were a kid? Yes. Like when you had like the little toadstool. Did your like, the, the McDonald's in Wolverhampton had a fucking train? Where you could, it was like a train awesome. with seats on that you could sit in for your party, and you all had your fucking hat. And Ronald McDonald came out and waved and shit. If and I had parties when I was a kid, I'd have one at McDonald's. Well, I didn't. I had a wimpy party because it was cheaper, and I was oh, so excited. Mr. Wimpy can fuck off. It's all about Ronald McDonald's. Oh, hang on. Oh, Go, is that the door? Someone at the door, guys. You carry on. Who's at the door? Carry on. God, don't they know we're trying to film, we're trying to record a podcast here? A very serious podcast, very analytical podcast about a eighties, a forgotten eighties classic. A forgotten eighties classic featuring some delicious food and just incomparably good beverages and sweets and sweets. Oh, you get to taste the rainbow, huh? And what? What's up? Well, what I uh, did you guys know that it? Uh, McDonald's is also available to be delivered through Uber Eats nowadays. No way! And we've been delivered! A feast of McDonald's! Oh my god! Who said this? Who said this? What do you got, what do you got there? Of course, that's, that's a Coca Cola. What the hell? Oh, it's a cool, refreshing Coca Cola. Oh, I'll oh, get that in here. Only the real thing. Oh, guys. Excuse us for a minute. There is. Get my, hang on, I'm just get my, my paper straw. So yeah, during this scene, obviously the agents turn up, I'll just get this little bit out of the way, and Mac flies across the room and does a, does a dance on the table, on the counter of McDonald's. Dressed as horror Teddy Ruxpin. Dressed as horror Teddy Ruxpin. Can I have a chip, please? Oh, we can go. So, oh, 
Oh. I can't believe that mm. you can get mm. internet cheeseburgers nowadays. What a time to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. Good chips. Where were they from? McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's. Oh, hang on, let's see. Let's delve into the. Did Ronald send these? Oh, maybe he did. Because Ronald himself, we haven't mentioned. Ronald himself. He's there, isn't he? He's there, playing. Playing himself. Oh, what's that, Mark? That looks like a new product to this me. This is a new product from from McDonald's. The cheese share box. Oh, and it's it says recommended for three people. No, no it's mine. No, it's mine. I've gone with the classic cheeseburger. And what have you gone for, Fletch? There, I can see what he's gone for. What have you sent us, Ronnie? Me, Ronnie McD. <laughs> Ronnie McD. Jump. Jump, the Mac Daddy make you jump, jump. Mm. Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. Chris Cross will make you jump, <laughs> jump. Uh huh, uh huh. Mac. Mm. 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 Oh, these cheese, these mozzarella cheese sticks are so good. Are they good? Yeah. You want one? Yeah, please. Go on, man. Let me try one. Would you like some of the um, tomato salsa dip? Oh yes. Let's have a little. Dip. Get dipping. A little dip. Oh, oh mm. Sorry about that, guys. But I, I mean, what would you do if McDonald's turned up at the house? You'd stop because there's always time for McDonald's. Twenty-four hours a day, multiple outlets across the UK, nay the world. Did you know that McDonald's are the second biggest employer in America? And what is the first mark? Walmart. Yeah, right. hmm. So yeah, Mac does his dance on the counter. Health and safety nightmare. And I say it's a dance, it's more of he shuffles around like an undead bear. They decide they're going to run for it, and uh, the agents the agents spot that it's an alien, and they call her the lady, said, Bring in the catcher squad. The catcher squad consists of a man with an actual cage. They get danced, the agents get danced out of the McDonald's. Eric and Mac hit the streets in a wheelchair. And we've got more dangerous wheelchair works. Like really fucking scary yeah. action scenes that... I know that it, it's clearly body doubles. It's clearly not yeah. the actual young man who has a legitimate disability. But horribly, horribly dangerous stunts that scare the shit out of me. They end up going through the, uh, they end up going through the uh, department store that uh, Eric's mum now works at. And she's on the stairs and says, so how long have you been working in lingerie? And then sees her son whip past with an alien baby on him. As they go in, like, driving, like, on, on the motorway now, it's got out of hand. The rest of the kids drive past in an in a RV and pick them up and put them in the side of the car. And they're all safe. And the kids run. The kids are now on the run with Mac. And they decide that they're going to go and find Mac's family in the desert. And while they're on the way, they feed him cool, delicious Coke. And he tastes the rainbow. A number of times. The healing properties of Coca-Cola. Oh, I mean, kills. in all seriousness, my hangover cure is a fucked on Coca-Cola. Yeah, well, that's my cure for anything. Well, uh, once, whilst hiking, I fell off a cliff and broke my leg. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I had in my bag was uh, Coca-Cola. I poured it on the wound and it instantly healed and I was able to walk home. Brilliant. I remember that. I remember that. Mm. I remember it. Mm. They spot the poster, the furniture poster, and some horses. This is what Matt meant by leaving the furniture poster and some horses. And windmills, and they're like, fucking hell, windmills! That's what he meant by putting flowers in the straws. But when they find Mac's family, they are basically dead in a cave. At this point, 
They also rip off Star Wars. Yeah. They've been ripping off E.T. for the whole film. Mm. But then they rip off Star Wars, right? It's basically Yoda on a backpack, isn't it? Like that Luke Skywalker scene where he's mm. got Yoda in a backpack. Wait, did this come out after E.T. then? Yeah. So yeah, the family, they're just basically dead in a cave. They're all, you can see their skin and bones. They have established the healing properties of Coca-Cola. Yeah, so that's the thing. They're like, right, we've got Coca-Cola in the van. They get Coca-Cola and the horrible family come back to life. <laughs> Technically, this does make a lot more sense than TC 2000. Yeah. At least they establish things like horror Teddy Rooks being and healing properties of Coca-Cola. Mm. I mean, you know. So, in the car, Dad's a pain in the arse. So, start playing... Simon Says. Simon Says, yeah, Nick Quarton's up. They pull up to a supermarket. So, this is where it all gets, it all gets bad. Dad's, Dad reaches out. Big Mac, Big Daddy Mac. Reaches out, steals a can of coke from a woman in the car adjacent who's drinking a can of coke. She's like, that's a fucking monster. They end up in the supermarket, which, as far as I can work out, this supermarket just sells coke. It is. What else does it need to sell? It's the cola market. It's the cola market. A a security guard comes out and um, Big Daddy Mac ends up taking the gun off of him. And he's waving it around like... And they're like, don't shoot him, he's an idiot. He don't know what he's doing. They end up going outside. By this time, the police have turned up. Daddy Mac comes out waving a gun and they think he's a fucking hoodlum. And they're trying to walk away. As he's walking away, Eric chases him. He's like, no, don't shoot them. He's a fucking idiot from space. Dad turns around. He holds up the gun like a fucking loon. Pulls the trigger. Shoots at the policeman. The the policeman shoot at him. The petrol station that they're standing in explodes. The shop explodes. And Eric drops dead. Caught in the crossfire. In the explodium. He gets shot. Mm. That's really fucking traumatising. He gets shot. Yeah, and he's just there. All limp in the wheelchair. I just... Like a bag of sausages. He gets shot. He gets shot. It's it's like... (laughs) They shoot him. It's film. And a police officer shoots a disabled kid. They shoot the kid. I just... What is wrong with these people? I mean... (laughs) And that's the end of the film. No, it's not. It's okay. Because the family come out of the fire looking like Terminator 2. Eric's dead body is lying on the floor and everyone's crying around it. But the horrible aliens emerge out of the fire and bring him back to life. Yeah, Big Mac kneels over him, Christ-like. And brings him back to life yeah, with his McDonald's encrusted hands. This alien ritual with a dead body. As if his family and the police officers would let a fucking alien do some kind of weird-ass ritual on a dead disabled kid. Well, do you know what? It's a good job he did. People like you killed Jesus, didn't they? <laughs> Doubters. Doubters. The next day, though, guys... People like you killed Jesus, Mark. I have no words for how utterly bollocks that is. The next day, the aliens... It's it's fine, because the next day, the aliens are sworn in as American citizens. And now they live in America. And you notice that they are now fully dressed, thus indicating they've been running around with their tits out for the whole of this film. Tits and dicks. They've All been, over the show. They've been gentrified. They've been gentrified. And they've got a pink Cadillac. And that's the end of the It film. is a nice Cadillac. I did enjoy it's that. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Um, but I, it's not as cool, ladies and gentlemen, as this cool, refreshing Coke. 
Cheers. Cheers. Oh, thank you, Uber. Thank you, McDonald's. Thank you, Skittles. Thank you, Coca-Cola. At the end of the film, it says, we'll be back. Yeah, they never... They fucking learned. Yeah, they, they never came back. I would love a Mac and Me sequel. I would love a Through Mac and Me Through some kind of foul injustice, there was never a Mac and Me too. No. Yeah. Did what? you also notice on the credits it's had Ronald McDonald as, as himself? Yeah, yeah, it was. Fucking super. The poor motherfucker who had to dress up like that didn't even get his name in the credits. <laughs> so, what did we think of uh, Mac and Me, Mark? I Fletch. howled yeah, with yeah. laughter for the whole film. I, like I say, I saw this at the cinema when I was 10, did not spot the product placement. <laughs> I just... I was sat agog through the whole film with all the crazy shit that they did. All the risky stuff with disabled children. Dead ones. Yeah, and all, and, and, and the product placement really was, really was Disgusting. as bad. It really was <laughs> as bad as we have portrayed in this, yeah. in this episode. I fucking loved it. Mm. I just sat there giggling to myself for 80 minutes. Five... Fucking stars. Hollywood Fletch. They should play in schools, I think. <laughs> should do. Mm. I mean, watching it as an adult just took me back to that place of more innocence and Coca-Cola and Skittles and Sears and the Chicago Bears. Right, so talk, going back to the private placement thing. It feels shonky that they're constantly referring to Coke and Big Mac stuff. But we talk like that in real life. I wouldn't say, pass me that carbonated beverage. I'd say, pass me that can of Coke. Yeah, but you wouldn't just have a fridge full of Coke, would you? No, but, but you know what I mean? The Speak for yourself, <laughs> buddy. In, in some ways, it feels shonky, but in other ways, it's almost more realistic. Does that make any sense when I'm talking out my arse? I felt like this was really true to life. Yeah, it's very... No, not true to... No, you're right. What I'm saying is I would never... If I had a can of Coke, I would call it a can of Coke rather than can of carbonated beverage. But they do have a lot of cans of Coke. If I had a can of Coke, I would share one with you guys because I love you guys and I love Coke. (laughs) 